Yo, it's this Jim at least World podcast. It's Wednesday, 5th of October 2016. Lauren Clark, did you survive the storms? It's been fairly extraordinary, hasn't it? One of those times, as I said recently, re uh, sunrises and sunsets, you furrow. Storms, another time where it's pretty safe to just check Instagram and scroll up and down at the same picture. Well, like, yeah. like two hours. Well, again, Here's we're a puddle. sandbagging. We're sandbagging. Here's a puddle. Oh, God. Puddles? In We've got broken Victoria. Yes, I know. You. Sorry, it's a little far from the mic over there, isn't the it? The banks have broken again, so um, we're all a bit on, uh, what would you say, tenterhooks or a knife's edge, I'm unsure. The, uh, the banks have broken in more ways than one, haven't they? In the... Uh, how do you mean? Commonwealth Bank's been in a lot of trouble lately. Oh, uh, really? Do you <laughs> I'm think, trying to be topical. Well, Listen, <laughs> so well, it was a smooth link, Stuart. Zing. Well, no, yeah. we had uh, the South African guy, I think he is, that runs the Commonwealth Bank. Kiwi, isn't he? No. Is he? I thought oh, he was. I thought he was South African. Oh. You could pick a Kiwi from a mile away, though. I so. thought so. I thought so. I wonder what his name is. I wonder if I can search him now. Yeah, anyway. He's begging for forgiveness and he's so sorry <laughs> and this and that. And then it's like, well, how many people lost their jobs over that particular Jeez, I scandal? Thought. Zero. I know. I know. It's, it was extraordinary. And the way he spoke, so sort of confidently, but also like. Uh, you, he, he was a like you can see why he's been hired, can't you? Sorry for people who don't yeah. know what we're talking about. Basically, the, a guy that runs a big bank is being hired to defend the, a whole lot of stuff that went incredibly nastily wrong in ways that affected real people's actual lives in horrible ways, and not a single person has been held accountable. No, but he's very uh, sorry. But he's incredibly sorry, Stu Farrell. In fact, he's so thing. sorry that you could really feel it through the <laughs> you feel it through his voice, couldn't you? Well, there was a point there when uh, there was a big hunk of money actually just fell out of his hair. Or he couldn't look like a like a, a a rock, and he had to apologise for that as well. And he was just saying sorry all over the place. Uh, he really was. He really. But was. anyway, he was, I think he was uh, not. Um, anyway, he wasn't sorry. Uh, I mean, I shouldn't say that. He said he was, and I, we have to take it on face value. But we've got. I think we've got the ANZ in today because this is the the uh, conservative government's uh, idea of raking them over the coals. Yeah, so, isn't it amazing? Right. It's great. They uh, they're raking no, their mates over the coals. I'll have a laugh about it in about six months' time. I mean, it's really like like school isn't it like you, you know if you if it was because I remember when you when you were at school if there was something going on that was like all those people and their mates mm. are in on that and it's it's uh it's kind of rigged mm. you just went ah oh, I'm walking away like we're not into that do you know what I mean it's so like the SRC. That's what the humans do. We all mm. we go. Oh, look! Do you know what? It's so rigged and it's so hard. Mm. And like, you know, for instance, the, the the crazy kind of warped backwards, kind of deliberately almost um, satirical logic of uh, there was a farm. The uh, there was a farm. There was a storm. The power mm. went out in a whole state. Because there was a storm and, mm -hmm. you know, you could even argue that freak storms are going to happen more and more because of global warming. But no, the fault of the storm is the stuff, the electricity that we're generating clean, by trying to prevent yeah. global warming. Like, it really, it's just, it, it's, it's one so of those... stupid. And, and the fact that we let them talk like this just says a lot about our media, government uh, funded or otherwise. Um, 
Also, I mean, I last night I was listening to Kelly O'Dwyer, who I personally find one of the most repulsive politicians in Parliament, just because mm. of her her very condescending way of speaking. And from what I can gather from my own very small um, viewings, is I'm I'm unsure if she, you know she's going to be the greatest politician that this country's ever seen. But um, <laughs> I, I, I had to turn the radio off last night listening to her. It was, right. and you know the thing is, uh, she was being interviewed by Patricia Carvellis on oh, Radio yeah. National, and yeah. it it just was. It, they all they they're all guilty of it. The people here in Melbourne on the seven seven four, which is essentially a crumbling, um, you know, f- former shadow of itself, but it's. Mm. It's, it allows politicians to get away and say ridiculous things. Mm. I would I would say actually that John Fain is the one exception to that, where he he will he's the morning presenter here for anyone not in Melbourne, mm. who who he's I wouldn't say he's fearless because he's I heard him once described as a wet tea bag, but he still <laughs> is a very he can conduct a very good and strident interview. Yeah, and as a result. He doesn't get um, as many interviews as, say, some of the Sydney shock jocks or some of the the lighter touches on the ABC. Yeah, they do. refuse, don't they? They refuse to go on because they'll be they'll be brought to account. And there's too many people on, whether it be commercial or public media, that are, mm. are quite prepared to let half truths or full truths go through to the keeper purely because they want to maintain a good enough relationship with these people and there's not enough separation between the two of them. And, I mean, this is what's been happening with extraordinarily with Trump. It's almost like with Trump, it is definitely, don't you think, like this is, this is just the unspoken thing but it is, no, well, it's probably spoken, I think mm-hmm. I've read it, but... That is that is definitely the truth, in my view, is that he was like, cool, let's run for prayers. That'll be awesome, right? Mm. I'll be able to do all my stuff. It'll be hilarious. I'll get lots of attention. I'll get lots of – I'll become sort of more sort of, you know, culturally important. And it's it, – you know, he's an entertainer and he's a, he's a kind of, uh, you know, I don't know, one of those entertainers who knows – where the pointy end is and he goes to it, right? So he's gone, mm. he's done that, right? And he's thought, he's thought here, I know that I'm going to be able to capitalise on something that I can see and exploit and that is people's feelings about X, Y, Z, right? Mm. But he's thought to himself and it'll be the best and hilarious and then some other big guy will come and eclipse me and, and off I'll go and I'll be the guy that ran for pr- – like that, that would never have ever – uh, you know, disappointed him. Like, big, I don't think – I think not winning would have suited him better because he could go, oh, it's all rigged and I'm – and and whereas winning is almost going to – would almost be too bad for work. him. Mm. Well, uh, yeah, too much hard work and also how is his narrative going to stand well. up? You know, it's just not. Like, uh, uh, no one will put me in jail. Hang on, they have kind of thing. Yeah. Anyway, and so – but now he finds himself he, – he finds himself in the position where he's like, in for a shot of leading the free world, as people um, call it, say. But mm. but he's too kind of narcissistic to say, actually, I don't really mean it. Kind of a little bit like those Brexit people who kind of limped away like Uriah Heap from the, <laughs> from the you know, thing, from the ashes as, as everything fell apart. Um, it, just, it just, it just, 
it's it's so interesting how you know the role of the media and the and the people the disenfranchisement of the people through that so it's not that people can't vote it's that people don't think their vote is meaningful and they don't think that even if their vote is meaningful that where's it going to go you know what i mean where's mm. my where am i going to see the meaning that i want and and increasingly it's it's kind of like back to high school the those kids are having a go and it therefore it's being dominated by douchebags and i'm going to stay over here and you know draw a picture of a cat riding a skateboard or whatever you're going to do or, that's just not that but even on a more base level and we hear this all the time as well is don't worry about the uh the wealthier kids just sitting there drawing pictures of was it cats on the skateboards mm. the the kids that uh have no sort of uh, positive outlook or view or, or, or feeling of a chance to get ahead and don't have the parents to uh, allow them to just sit on their butts and draw cats on skateboards <laughs> are the ones that are going around now shooting each other in the legs or uh, finding, you know, some something else that uh, is easily brainwashing them to a degree to giving them something to act on and... Uh, uh, Look, I'm getting. I'm, I'm trying that, to talk. I'm jumping exactly around right. in circles, you know, like without trying to na name any type. Or I know, but but also you, well, those sorts of people do also end up voting for people like Trump or like turning up to their rallies, and you know, there's it. There's I know that's not those aren't exactly the people you meant, but I'm just mm. saying that that sort of that sort of feeling of like society has just doesn't care about me, and so you know. Uh, screw it, I don't care. Oh, well, I get that feeling listening to the ABC, though. You know, like, seriously, I mean, you know, I'm on I'm on the record here as like having a, Oops, a little dig. It go? At, there it is. There it is. Yeah. Thank you. Having a little dig at the uh, the, the national broadcast, the public broadcaster. Mm. What is it? Our eight cents a day and whatever else. Mm. Um, but I listen a lot to the radio when I'm not listening to podcasts. Mm. All right, and it's you a lot easier still, for me. You still got a radio, Stu. Well, no, what happened was I, I moved to regional Victoria and I actually found uh, so Thank right. you. I found someone that had one. Oh, my God. So, uh, yeah, so they... they uh, Did they leave they, it to you in their will when they died at age 155? Pretty much. And, we, we, and with a whole <laughs> um, stash of batteries. That's what they used to do with their spare changes, buy batteries. So I've been listening <laughs> right. to this old media and by crikey, it is very unoriginal. I must pay that. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I also, I've also been listening to the Victorian version of the ABC, uh, the, right. the Melbourne Metro version. Yeah. And I, I can honestly say it does not speak to me in, in barely. You know, it's, But actually it's being accused I of I am that. not the demographic. Like, no, but it's being accused of being that kind of, you know, white bread, um, dull, you know. safe. Yeah, 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 dull, safe thing. Two weeks and behind the story. I, and I think and it's funny because... I don't know, it, it, it's almost like, you know, in, you know how The Age did that thing? Was it The Age who printed the wrong, okay, so yes, after the grand on final Monday, on the weekend, yep. yeah, they printed the wrong, it was an ad and it was from Vic Uni. I mean, That's Vic right. Uni probably got more out of this than they would have if it hadn't happened, but uh, it was from Vic Uni and it said, congratulations uh, to the to the Bulldogs. Uh, on a great attempt on the weekend. It was so tragic that it didn't work out for them, blah, blah, blah. And for those who pay attention, obviously the Bulldogs, like it was a dream story. And actually the Herald Sun point, oh, uh, printed the yep. 
Sorry. Uh, aren't you getting a little sick of that? Uh, can I just? Can I? I'm just going to um, interrupt you there. Also, yeah. did you see the photo of Bob Murphy, the injured captain, and their coach Luke Beveridge, and there was like a photo of them just arm in arm, and I think uh, Murphy was giving a kiss to, to yep. Beveridge's temple. Yep. The over reaction oh, and the rubbish. Oh, this is what more. This is what men have to be like. This is blah, blah, blah. more of this in football, please. Oh, more of this in society. Oh, I'm like, really? What? A couple of exhausted blokes, arm in arm, uh, and depending on when that photo was taken, so, maybe so what? A, a few sheets to the wind, hey? So so what? Yeah, but what, know, what was lo- so love... special about it? Like well, it was just I... a couple of mates. No, but but. You you can't deny that we've gone like we've gone we are so many conversations behind. But anyway, we, um, you cannot deny that. And this is something I really liked about the generation that I noticed that was a bit younger than me, is that as so, is that they the blokes just there was not mm. a there was a lot less kind of physical awkwardness around each other. They didn't have to be like, you know in the in a kind of um like kind of hysterical explosion of um like yeah we just won the footy final in order to give each other a hug like they could just kind of stand there next to each other and lean on each other and like i don't know have a hug you know say hello and give each other a hug or whatever and nobody cared like that that sort of homophobia which is not i'm not saying but it's just a kind of it is. It's overreactions. It's no, no, but but I'm saying that it's I. It's one part of society going. Oh well, if I see more of this, I'll be able to appreciate the game. And I and I, I think it's just rubbish. You know. Uh, I think that's wrong. I think what it is is it's a it's a total acknowledge acknowledgement that the that in sport and AFL look that, for instance there is not an out gay AFL player right right um. There's got to be somebody in that, like the numbers. I do. <laughs> the, the odds. You know, so you now know. that's really telling because we live in a society where it's okay, allegedly, to be gay. But it's just that is the kind of, that is the, the this old school version of masculinity and, and heteronormativity that is, that, that means that you kind of, that, that you can't be as relaxed about those things. And therefore, there is a whole lot of, like, that's why everybody goes on about the homoerotic, you know, bum grabbing that goes on with uh, when people leap up on each other in the finals when it's like, woohoo, we just did something amazing. And because you bond together as a group and that would happen in in a, a way that has traditionally been incredibly gendered in a way that I think is quite damaging to men. Not all men, mm. but like, you know, it's not it's not a great thing that you kind of can't, you know, sh- you, you, you can't like, I don't know, hang out in a way that's relaxed. You have to kind of police how you are all the time. And so saying, you know, that's a nice thing and I and I hope that, people won't feel restricted anymore in that context is not it's not it, I, I i think it's acknowledging something about the way masculinity is performed in that context that you kind of can't really deny if you look at how you know like even how they talk so like oh the boys in this and the boys in that and, that, and there's this, there's this there's this way and i think it's partly to do with the history of the game but there's this 
there's this very AFL is very macho and kind of tough. Like you know, there's that thing where the Americans so, come over. The Americans so come over and they're be, like, "Holy you're crap!" Saying the game really... is too hard. No, I'm saying that I think I think it's it's very it it prides itself on and it is very tough. Like you know, if you read um, what was it that I what's that book that we read about the Richmond player? Jack Dyer, yes, Captain Blood, <laughs> yes, thank you. And we and we read it because we were interviewing the author of it, I think, mm-hmm. or something. Anyway, whatever. And in that, there's there are all these stories about how you know it was like linked to so much, like to, it was linked to war and um, to um, kind of. Uh, like it was how you got your feed you know what I mean it was how you actually got a earned a living and if you didn't then you and just like it was it was a really it was during the during the war and the depression it was like this almost spartan kind of thing and um I don't know I I just think you kind of you can't you can't look at the game and the celebration of the game that happens through things like the footy show and stuff and and not think that it's a little bit... The footy show is, you know, I mean, that's widely acknowledged, even by people as simple as me, that's, that's, you know, prehistoric, okay? But I just think that image image was hijacked. That image was hijacked. No, I disagree. Well, we're allowed to disagree. Hijacked because somebody By said people so, never on social media. Oh, somebody said people well, that uh, the only thing was they it ever more than one person. About, uh, well, yes, actually, um, the the only uh, people I saw commenting on it are the sort of people that wouldn't talk about football in a billion years. But that's and they me. See, they see two people uh, showing a, a second's affection, then they decide that they can uh, comment on everything else to do with the game. But why? But why can't you comment on that if you? Well, I suppose yeah, but you can, but I don't think you. I don't think your opinion's got much weight, and I'm not but, talking to you directly. I'm just saying. No, but I don't. But I don't think that's fair because I'm not taking commenting it out about of football. football as well. You're, you're commenting on society, but it's uh, it's just. But annoying. if I, but if to I me was, it's annoying, you know. And I, I think that's the point. I think to you it's there's annoying. There's nothing I don't wrong with the image. The image is a fantastic image, you know. But I, but I also but it's think, hijacked. But I don't think it's hijacked. I think what you mean is that somebody's commented on it in a way that isn't, that doesn't just talk about the game and stuff. It talks about it in a and and kind of defines it in a, a you know explicitly feminist context actually, which which is annoying. But it's not. It shouldn't be annoying. What it should be is like, it's actually saying good things. It's saying that these. It's giving. These, it's giving everyone else that likes football for what it is a backhander on the way through. It's saying this is how everyone should be. I think uh, that's an incredibly defensive position to take. You know, well, like really think I've, about maybe it. Maybe I've got more of an issue <laughs> against the people that wrote this stuff than I think the, maybe that the might be sentiment. The point. You know, I reckon you might be right. I reckon mm. you might be right. Uh, what in the hell were we talking about before that? We were going to talk about car driving. I know. This is what happens every time. We've got something to talk about? Yeah, I'm going to talk about car driving. Yeah, you with me? I'm with you. Let's go. <laughs> we haven't even mentioned cars. We just, I just quickly, I did want to say, I, I, mm. God knows what we were talking about. We've dropped about five conversations. Sorry to everybody. Right. Um, but I did want to say that I was doing a thing today and I realised in my head I, I recognised this pattern. Now, this is going to seem really freaking bizarre to you. 
In fact, I don't, I almost don't. But I was driving in the car mm. and uh, this is uh, earlier this morning. So I had to get up, get do an errand and blah, blah, blah. So I'm driving out and I'm thinking, and I've, I've bunged on the, uh, the new, the, first of all, you know, news radio is, a, by the way, uh, hello international listeners, but news radio is a national um, thing, a uh, radio station in Australia mm. that basically, and my understanding is that because it plays uh, parliament, because it mm-hmm. basically broadcasts what happens in parliament, it's kind of constitutionally uh, has to exist. I don't know if constitutionally, okay. but, but, but like legally it has to exist. Right. And therefore it's kind of like always been there and they just fill up the air, the, the rest of it with like repeats of news and stuff. And, mm. and there are people in there who I really like who are kind of relaxed and they bumble around and they're not quite as – this is always isn't that performativity that there is on every other station. Anyway, um, so – and they also – they don't talk about all that stuff you don't like. They don't talk about their lives and stuff. They just get on with the business of mm. talking about the news, right? I wouldn't mind them talking about their lives if their lives were half interesting. Yeah. Anyway, so so here they are. Oh, my mum. You know, I used to love my mum and then we we made a cake together. Oh, then we did this and I went down to Brunswick Street and looked at the cake. You know, that's the sort of talk I'm getting. Yes. Um, uh, Anyway. Let's sing a song together. (sighs) Cake, cake, cake. It's my friend (laughs) Bernard Fanning. Sing cake, Bernard. Sorry, I'm, I digress. Having, having a, a good week, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, listen. So I'm driving along. And I, first of all, this is the thing. News radio, which does that, they have traffic reports. Did you know this? So you so you hear the traffic report for yeah. like Perth. But it's great. Like, yeah, you, you get it's to, amazing. I love hearing the Sydney one and the Brisbane one. That's yeah, the ones yeah. I like. See, this is what I was going to say. Tassie's never so, got any traffic. Yeah, is like it's a little bit slow from uh, this part mm. of that bridge to the There's other part of the bridge. There's a cow on the road somewhere, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. Um, this is what I was going to say is that the traffic report never interests me. But when I've got an, in, an international, that would be amazing, a it's national safe. one, mm. um, I, I kind of love it. And and anyway, but th- th- they were talking about – and I was starting to – I realised that my brain was doing a thing and I realised that the thing my brain was doing – was a recognisable pattern from somewhere and it was that I was going – so they'd mentioned a place and I go, cool, can I picture it? Which is, You know what I mean? You, your mm-hmm. brain was kind of – and then you – and I was kind of – and when it gets to Melbourne, if it mentions anywhere that I'm that I'm near or where I live or whatever, mm. I go, ooh, like, <laughs> like I don't get oh. a tingy or anything. I'm not saying that. But ooh. I'm saying like <laughs> – saying, you know, remember that show? What was it? And there was a – and she had like a – anyway, and it was a kid's show and she'd go, I can see you, I can see. And she'd read out kids' play names. School. Nah, it wasn't play it school. Is. They'd be looking through the windows. That was through the windows, but I don't think they read the names. This was like – I don't know why I'm thinking there's a big ball. But anyway, and she says, I can see Stuart uh-huh. and I can see Lauren. And she, and she says the names and you're desperately going, please say Lauren, please say Lauren, please say Lauren. And she never says, what the hell is it called? It's on the tip of my tongue. People are yelling at me, I'm sure. Play school? Please tell me. It's not play school. People will know. Not Thumbelina. I don't know. I don't know what it's called. Anyway, Mrs. Ms. Oh, God damn it. Anyway, obviously, in order to get your name, your parents had to write in or something. 
So it's like I can see, you know, Katrina in Darabin or something, right? Okay. And I never got that. But when when they mentioned Carlton in the national um, mm. in the in the national traffic report, I just mm. get a little bit excited. Oh my <laughs> God! Shiver me saving this for Tuesday. Shiver me. T- oh, that's Friday. Shiver me tingies. Got Lauren that sing cake, cake, cake. Cake, cake, cake. We're never going to get a gig on the ABC. <laughs> Not after today. We can't sing. Stupid. <laughs> Did you? Yes. Um, what's in my phone t- today is <clears throat> I've got uh, a – so on Instagram – I used to just follow people that I knew, but recently I've started following like other stuff and I recently for some reason decided to follow New York Magazine, right? Yep. Not the New Yorker, which I also follow, but New York Magazine, uh, which used to be known to me only as the one that I got up online when I was looking for the New Yorker and it would annoy me because I'd be like, what is this dumb thing? Anyway, but now <laughs> I mm. rather like it and it's got some good things in it. Anyway, including at the moment they're doing – so they – they kind of do a bit of a feature thing every now and then. And they're doing one at the moment on Obama. Right. And it is, we were talking about Trump before, and it is one of those things where the more Trump trumps us all, the more Obama and Michelle Obama just look like, I mean, they really are, despite, you know, whatever else you might think, they really have brought, you know how they talk about, um, dignity to the office and how um, Clinton, Bill, yes. when he was when he was in charge, uh, robbed it of that and so did Nixon and like, you know, a few people have really gone in there and done their best to, to take away the power of that office and the, the dignity power. of it, mm. the power. Uh, well, uh, these guys, I know it's easy once, you know, they're on their way out and they're not allowed back in and there's a crazy lunatic on the loose and she's uh, and and Hillary Clinton's not terribly popular either and all these to romanticize them. But if uh, like me you don't mind that <laughs> at the moment, you, you should check it out because mm. there are some a some beautiful old photos from when they started versus them now, him particularly. Trump. Um no, no, no. Oh, the, the Clintons. The, oh, the Obamas. The Obamas. <laughs> the Obamas. <laughs> the Obamas. <laughs> and, um, and just it, it's, I mean, there, is, there are certain things that uh, – he, he's an intriguing guy. I've started to become a bit intrigued by him mm, and, and his limitations as well as, as well as what is really admirable about him. And I think at he's the moment a, it's a good partic- speaker. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and I think it's pretty uh, easy to see now um, how, you know, what through the rose tinteds, mm. uh, what, what, uh, how he, how, what he's done has been great and how their, their partnership, I mean, their partnership is an, is a pretty impressive story um, in terms of how they work together and stuff. Were they on and, the rocks here a while ago? No. Am I, am I reading too much tabloid? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think right. it's a fairly, fairly impressive partnership and they're right. very fond of one another. Okay. But maybe I'm wrong about that. But, uh, but that's, I hope that's not for a, your sake. You'll be heartbroken. 
Well, I will because I, I've, uh, of course, this is what starts to happen. You get invested in the in the kapuram, but no, not really. Just that, just that I think, whatever, whatever happens with them, that they've, that they're both incredibly smart, and they've, they've both got. I don't know. You've, you've got to have big hands. Funny, you should mention the hands, Stu. It's a great mm. photo in this New York magazine, um, kind of highlight whatever i called it before um which is uh of his hands and they mm-hmm. just folded in front of him but they're this they're this amazing close-up and uh, mm. it's a it's a brilliant photo uh, by that the way anyone look like they've got big hands though like the, totally yeah. having a close-up yeah. of their hands yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah totally um i i uh this i wasn't going to mention this but did, did you see a video by the guy that took that famous photo of putin which what, the one where he's riding a Ritz cracker? No, 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 not that. So I was, as soon as I said it, I thought no, there are a few, few famous photos that I don't mean. <laughs> yeah. No, no, this is like the portrait of him where he's absolutely terrifying. Anyway, there's this no. video of this guy and he's a photographer and he's, I don't remember what nationality he is when he's speaking. Is he British or American or something? Maybe he's American. Anyway, and he he's says, like this, I, hey there. Yeah, he may have stewed, man of many accents. Thank mm. you for that. That that brought it all back to me because yeah. it was just a genius accent. Um, anyway, and he does this. Ta- he ta- he says that he went in there and it was it was him, and um, it was him and some and some people who like some heavies, you know, that he called them like three or four <laughs> heavies with like with like scars all over their faces and big huge necks like with their arms crossed and stuff Mm. and like a political advisor and two translators right and they're all in the room together and this photographer goes to Putin hey um can I just ask can I just ask him one question before I start taking his photo um does uh does he like the Beatles I like the Beatles does he like the Beatles Mm. Uh, oh that's right he's British I'm British I like the Beatles do you like the Beatles and uh they go Beatles Thanks. That's it. Beautiful. Beautiful. I'm in the room again. Anyway, and then they – and he goes – he orders everyone else in the room out of the room and he leans Mm. forward and in perfect English he goes, I really like the Beatles or something, right? Mm. Um, My Russian accent needs work. And um, I really like the Beatles. It wasn't. It wasn't played by Arnie, this character. (laughs) It was was actually Putin. Anyway – and then he and then he goes um and then and then he took his photo and he said I took it from down low and I sort of got him to be and he was sort of I I played with the idea of power with him and talked to him about it and made, tried to get these really powerful shots and he mm. gave he, he delivered right he gave me these amazingly powerful shots and he really liked me and he get, sent me Christmas cards for like a couple of years but he said oh. but but then he said um, that shot is so is so about the sort of power that he represents that it is the shot that has been used by a thousand different protesters and then there are all these shots of it and that's true like you'll know the shot if you've seen it it's like like every shot that you've ever seen of putin and then they put lipstick on it or they give it horns or like whatever they want to do to it but it's him looking down into the lens and he looks kind of evil and terrifying and and like everything that is nasty about that kind of power that he's known to wield Right. And, he, and and the photographer goes, you know, my my um. Is he sitting or standing? My Christmas card stopped after that. That's a good question. I think there's one where he's sitting that they that they showed in this clip. I'll try and find the clip and put it up. Um, but 
I'm just looking from, at Google. There's a few it's photos. It's from below. It's, it's, a, it's a close shot. I'll, I'll, I'll find you the video. I'll find you the video. I think it was in my... Sorry, my Facebook... <laughs> um, you know how you can do that thing where you where you uh, save a video on Facebook? So you go, I can't watch this now, but I'll save it. Right. Anyway, uh, my saved <laughs> my saved links are like, I go into my saved links. It's like it, there's a whole other internet in there. <laughs> it's like oh. Everything I've thought I might, might watch that one day is all lined up, and it's one of those. Anyway, Stu Farrell, oh, we've quite. gone on for 400 years. We were yes, going to do and, and how do the Russians get in contact with us? <laughs> we're stupidly big, Stu. We're stupidly big dot com. We're stupidly big uh, on Facebook. Stupidly big on Twitter, and we're stupidly big and stupidly small in uh, iTunes. Please go to iTunes and give us a rating and a review. We do really appreciate that. Mm, it makes a big difference them. to us. We do require them. That mm. is true. Steve Farrell, um, will you have cheered in any direction tomorrow, preferably up? I'm unsure. My pres- uh, my promises are nil at this stage. <laughs> okay. Well, I look forward to discovering it either way. All right. I'll see you then, my friend. Right Bye-bye.